Welcome to the Church Girl Commentary Podcast, a podcast about all things life, love, and relationships from the lens of a woman who grew up in the Black church. Every other Thursday, we'll discuss current events, the hot topic for the episode, and end with a segment I will call Rooting for Everybody Black. I'm your host, Carnesha Joy Emanuel. Welcome in. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Church Girl Commentary Podcast. I am your host, Carnesha Emanuel. I hope all is well with you. This episode is going to be a little bit different because I don't have any guests. I don't have any video, but I wanted to share um, something that I felt was really a pivotal moment for me in my life or a pivotal time in my life. And when I woke up this morning, my scripture devotional was Revelations 12 and 11. And if you know the Bible, you know that it says, and they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And so I'm going to share this in attempts to, I hope this helps somebody, some woman, some young lady who is transitioning out of a relationship and maybe you just feel like you are in a rough spot in a tough place and I just want to encourage you um so first let me start off by saying that it's important when you are going through your life transitions to be honest with yourself we live in a culture now where you know it's easy to point the blame point the finger and run down the list of a person's offenses and then you cancel them. You know, I don't fool with them. I cancel them. But what I feel has been most productive for me is being able to look at myself and see where I fall in the equation and see where I could have made improvements and where I could have done things differently. And so I've done a lot of soul searching over the years and just want to share my experience. Um, so when I was in my young 20s, I found myself in a uh, relationship that ultimately ended in divorce. Got married after many years of dating and ended up divorced not even five years after getting married. Um, the relationship was really damaged throughout the entire relationship um, due to multiple, multiple, multiple instances of cheating. And this person was struggling with their lifestyle. Um, He was struggling with being gay. And as a woman, you know, after everything came out, as a woman, um, I really, really struggled with that because, you know, growing up in church that I was taught that you get married and you stay married forever. You know, my parents had been married for, you know, since they were high school sweethearts and got married right out of college. My grandparents, both sets of my grandparents, you know, that was their only serious relationship. And, you know, we're talking 30 and 40 and 50 and 60 years that people have been together. And so my framework for marriage was was that you get married and you stay married. 
Now, in retrospect, at the end of the day, I know that I went through everything that I went through because God was shaping me and forming me and, and refining me. But man, when you're in the middle of it, that thing stings, that thing burns. And the interesting thing about, you know, being with a person that's struggling with their lifestyle is that you can't fix it. You know, a lot of times you see instances on Dr. Phil or whatever the, the, the counseling show may be of when a couple is going through infidelity and, you know, Dr. Phil is like, well, did you, did you maybe change up your look or did you cook more and did you clean more and all of these things that, you know, maybe the woman needed to do to gain the man's attention. But in this type of scenario, honey, you cannot compete with that demon. You cannot compete with a person when they are attracted to the same sex and they are struggling to stay engaged in a relationship, a marriage, a situation where they're just not into it. Now, I really, at the end, when everything fell apart, I really had to trust God because I felt like the bottom had just fell out. And I really, I really was mad at God because was I a perfect wife? No, I was not. I was not a perfect wife by any stretch, but I know that I did my absolute best and I was never unfaithful. And so my thing was, man, if you didn't want to do it, why go through all of that? Why go through the wedding and bring these people out and stand before God and do all of this if you weren't going to do right? And so, you know, at the end when things start coming out, um, it was it was really painful because, you know, things like this statement, um, there was not a six-month period of time where I was faithful to you. There was not a six-month period where I was faithful to you for six months straight. There was not a period of time when... I was locked in to you for six months straight. That, man, that is a harder comments like, I can't do this anymore. You know, I, I just can't do this anymore. And you up and leave. And, you know, I know a lot of it wasn't about me. But at the end of the day, I was a casualty while somebody was trying to figure out and find themselves. And that's tough to recover from. It's really tough to recover from. You know, I suffered... Um, a lot of like self-doubt and self-esteem after the fact because it's just a tough situation and I had no frame of reference for that lifestyle, that um, struggle, that personal struggle. You know, I struggled with, um, you know, self-esteem. I struggled with things like that, but I had no frame of reference and I didn't have a lot of experience on being gay. I never grew up. I wasn't the girl that had the gay best friend. So I really was just out of the loop in that whole lifestyle. And again, at the end, when things start to come out, um, I was, you know, made aware that a lot of the people that um, he had been messing with during our marriage these were people that um, were around us, that went to church with us. And I just felt so ashamed, so embarrassed. Like, how did I miss this? How did I not see this? And I blamed myself a lot. You know, I blamed myself. I blamed God because I was like, man, here I am, you know. And you, you, you make the intention to make a commitment and stay with your commitment no matter how hard it gets. And so, you know, throughout the relationship, there were some huge raging red flags 
that should have caught my attention. There were also a lot of strong opinions in terms of you just got to stay in your marriage. You got to fight that thing to the end. You got to, you know, love covers a multitude of sin. You got to love him through it. You got to pray him through it. And honey, and ain't that much, ain't that much praying and ain't that much love to be able to stay in that kind of toxicity. And so it's, it's, it's really difficult. And I'll be honest, you know, when everything fell out at the end, I was very, very crushed. And I was to the point of like asking him and, and, and begging literally like, no, please don't leave. Like try to make this work. And I, I tried and I tried and I asked and I begged and I did all of those things because I thought that was the right thing to do. You know, even I remember speaking to some trusted elders and it was like, oh, honey, you got to stay in your marriage and you got to fight and you got to, you know, take that thing to the wall and do everything you can. But I think, you know, there's there's this narrative that or you get a pen, you get a red star, a gold star for how much suffering you can endure. And there are just no, there's no consolation prize for suffering through infidelity. There's no prize for watching your mate continue to look at, 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 at explicit websites. There's no consolation for finding paraphernalia in your house. There is no explanation for a person disappearing for hours knowing that there is something going on but you can't put your finger on it but you know at the end of the day you know that they don't really want to be there so a lot happened and you know that's not even the half and there are a lot of things that I won't go into but what 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 my mission here is to share that you know as women as young women we've got to make sound decisions we've got to use our best judgment because you know God doesn't waste anything that we go through God doesn't waste any experience God doesn't waste any even heartbreak God can use that because we know the scripture says it all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and that are called according to his purpose and so you know years later removed from the situation I can thank God and I can just praise God for getting me through it. But at that time, I just was devastated and I could not see the forest for the trees. Like I standing up that close to the to the drama, to the mess. And I think this is another thing that I want to address. You know, it's an interesting dynamic when a relationship dissolves. And a lot of times the woman is held, the woman who, um, well, I won't say the woman, the person who, you know, was not um, unfaithful kind of is left holding the bag when everything falls out the bottom and I remember when everything happened he just disappeared the friends we had the people that we hung around the church we went to um, his job you know he was a he was a uh, on staff at my parents church and he just disappeared and I was left holding the bag. Like, you know, people would ask me naturally, oh, where is so-and-so? And it was like sticking a knife through somebody's heart and turning that mug. Like, it was painful having to divulge and, and give a politically correct answer. Also, you have people that you want to protect in the fallout. Like, I had a, a small daughter. 
and I had to protect her in the fallout. You know, my parents had a ministry that he was active in for years. And so you feel like you have to protect people in the fallout. So I kept showing up every single Sunday, even though I was um, in agony. I was absolutely heartbroken and really on the edge of a mental breakdown. And I kept showing up. I kept going to work. I kept smiling. And I know this is no different than what many of many other women have done, you know, when their relationship fails. But I just kept going. And I just thank God that um, he kept me during those times and brought me back to a level place. It's important to really address and look at the things that shape you and, and form and frame your life. Because things that go unaddressed are often a catalyst for you to make poor choices and that's where I found myself. I mentioned in another episode that I was sexually assaulted at the age of 16 and so that's where the low self-esteem set in. That's where the you know the the thought that I didn't deserve the marriage and the relationship of my dreams and so I settled for some red flags when I knew this person was not going to be what I fully know that God had for me and you know is is am I saying that I deserved better than the next person no I'm not saying that but what I am saying is that person was damaged at the time and we had no business entering into a lifelong covenant with so much damage on both parts both parts so that's a little bit about you know my my experience married and, and, and divorced and you know it, it was also a difficult situation because being so active in the church and, and the reason for the breakup and you know you you I've actually recently seen this but when a person is a fan favorite a person is um, anointed and, and rightly gifted by God it is difficult because nobody wants to pick sides people will stand up and support I mean, support the long list of, of, of wrongdoings because they're anointed or they can sing or they can play and they can do all of these different things. So it's a diff, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. And, you know, again, by the grace of God, I had a mentor that really just grabbed me when I was about to fly off the end of the cliff. And she grabbed me and she told me, she said, get off social media, focus on your daughter, get back in school and lose weight and she gave me those uh, those those assignments and that's what I did I got off social media because I mean it's just at that time you know social media was more of it was mainly just Facebook and so you know people go on Facebook and they write their rants and they get all the comments and all the likes and all of that and she wanted to protect me from putting myself out there or putting out some statements or language that you know, basically cutting a check that I couldn't cash. So I appreciate that that wisdom. Get off social media. Focus on my daughter. Yes, focus on trying to settle into your, your role as a as a single parent. Um settle into your role as as, you know, her primary caregiver and learn and y'all create a life together. So I focused on that get back in school and that that was just find something to focus on that is not this that is not the divorce that is not the breakup that's not the cheating and all of that find something else to focus on and that's what I did and also lose weight 
you know, I at that point, um, at the end, I was just so broken, so low self-esteem, such such poor self-image, and I really had just let myself go. And I had found myself in a place where I just needed to reset and get myself together. And so I'm glad for that wisdom, and I, that's what I did. I took that time, and she also gave me some great wisdom that, that I would love to pass on to anybody. She said, take one month for every year that y'all were together and just heal. Don't date. Don't be texting nobody. Don't be going on no dating site. Don't do any of that. Just heal. Just heal. Just read your Bible. Love on your baby. Take care of yourself. Trust God. And that's what I did. I'm just glad that, you know, again, I'm many, many years removed from that. And I'm just glad to say that it didn't take me out where I thought I wasn't going to make it. It didn't take me out where I thought I would never recover. It didn't take me out where I thought that I would never be in a loving um, relationship, much less ever be married again. Like, I'm just so grateful to God that he brought that thing around and brought it full circle and really blessed me with a a, a situation that I could not have even imagined for myself. And so I'm just grateful to be in this place and I'm grateful. Um, And I've I've been committed to not only sharing the highs, like, you know, people are going to share always their highlight reel, but I'm excited to share the ups and the downs to, 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 to emphasize the the grace of God, the redeeming power of God, the healing power of God, the keeping power of God. So that's just where I am now. So I appreciate the opportunity to be able to kind of share my story and we'll get into it more and we'll tap into it more and, and, and address different topics around it. But I just wanted to share that piece and, and really let you know um, my background as far as um, my relationship um, and, and how that kind of impacted me going forward so thanks for checking in we've got more episodes coming i'm excited about what's coming share the word please subscribe and stay locked so wow that episode was a lot that was kind of heavy but i appreciate you for riding that journey with me as always thanks for joining us this week on the church girl commentary podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode for more information please be sure to check us out on instagram at carnesha joy and also on my website www.carneshajoy.com as always please subscribe to the show share the episodes and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh new content see you next time